In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's about this point in the fast. It's about this point in the fast where meal planning is starting to become a problem. If you haven't experienced it in the previous weeks, by now you are. We've already had all the greatest hits, all our Lenten meal greatest hits, maybe more than once. We've already had our Annunciation fish feast, and we are struggling to stay upbeat because sometimes not eating at all is a better option than lentils after lentils. <laughs> and when we're hungry, we're grouchy. It's a struggle. And when we are struggling, we could really use that dessert that finishes off the night after a day of hard work, lentils, and not much free time. Ah, that dessert, that sweet ending to the day that I've been craving, that delicious satisfaction I've been waiting for, the answer to the thought in my head that keeps pecking away at me, saying, you need one more great thing to look forward to, one more great thing before the night ends. You'll feel so good, it will really satisfy you. My precious dessert. <laughs> I hate this thought. I hate it because it's an evolving thought. And during Lent, it starts to tempt us with different things, something we might not have ever craved before. We start getting tempted to find replacements for the things we've given up. And slowly, the thought starts again. You need one more great thing to look forward to and enjoy before the night ends. One more great thing. You'll feel so good, it will really, it will really satisfy you. And that thing is a little piece of chocolate. Just a little piece of dairy-free chocolate. And before you know it, Korea Amanda is finding chocolate bars all over the house, like I'm searching for the golden ticket to get into Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. I never eat chocolate, but because I can't have chocolate chip ice cream, chocolate becomes the thing I desire. It's usually around this time that we start craving something to fill our Lenten hole to fill the Lenten hole that's been created. It might be chocolate, or a TV show, or a video game, or watching sports, or making some delicious, special, non-alcoholic hump day drink that's delicious. We need something to fill the hole. The missing space. If you've reached this point in Lent, don't get down on yourself. It means you're doing Lent right. We should be feeling like we need something. Lent reminds us that we need something. It reminds us that we desire wholeness. We desire to feel complete. We desire to feel united. We were created for unity, for oneness. And Lent often reveals to us how we misplace this desire and turn to earthly things to feel whole, to feel complete. If the thoughts I mentioned earlier we're speaking plainly to us, they might be a little different. They might go more like this. Come on, just a little bit of chocolate. You'll feel whole. You'll feel fulfilled. Being united to me will make you feel secure and satisfied. I complete you. Lent often shows us that our desire is for unity. That our desire for unity and oneness is deeper than we might think. Our fast is more than just about food. It's the fact that we depend on food to, to complete us, 
We unite ourselves to food in order to feel complete. Our fast is about realizing that in order to feel whole, we have to fill the hole that fasting has created. In order to feel whole, we have to fill the hole that fasting has created. Lent is about fighting that temptation, that same temptation that caused Adam and Eve to fall. You won't be able to feel whole, complete, or secure without eating this fruit. You can't become your best self without eating this fruit. Our Lenten struggle is a denunciation of that lie. Our Lenten struggle is an affirmation that we were created in God's image and created for unity and oneness with Him. Our fast is really about decreasing the unnecessary things we are united to and uniting ourselves to Christ. It's about sifting through the things we depend on, the things we depend on to make us feel whole, and letting them go and replacing them with Christ. We fill the whole with Christ and grow in our unity with Him. And this only comes by prayer and fasting. And today we commemorate a father of the church who exemplified this and wrote about how we come to this unity through prayer and fasting. Today we remember and commemorate St. John of the Ladder. St. John was the abbot of St. Catherine's Monastery in Egypt in the 6th century and wrote The Ladder of Divine Ascent. This book contains 30 chapters in which he lays out the 30 ascetical steps on path towards oneness with God. St. John helps us remember today that prayer and fasting, asceticism, is indeed a divine ascent. Our Lenten struggle is one of divine ascent. And this is the important message at this point in the fast, when we are searching for that satisfaction and starting to get substitutes for our fasting foods to fill the Lenten holes we are feeling. Our goal is to go upwards. Our goal is divine ascent. Our goal is unity with Christ. And the commemoration of St. John reminds us that this is the point in the fast when we really start to fill the Lenten hole with Christ. We spend so much time and energy giving up foods and preparing our souls for God through fasting that we often don't give Him the time to enter. Lent is a divine ascent. We've already done the hard part. We've engaged in the fast and picked up the cross, gave up all these foods and started creating room for Christ. We now have to make sure we don't fill the space with the wrong thing. When we start craving something and start searching for something to feel whole, we now first recognize and call it out for what it is. We name it. This will not complete me, and I don't actually need it to feel whole. It's a temptation. And this is our first step, an important step that gives us a jump start. <clears throat> then we turn to God. Then we turn to God. And it starts with taking a deep breath and exhaling. This allows us to take a step back and it brings our mind and heart into our situation. It helps us live in the moment. And it is only in the present moment where we meet Christ. Only in the stillness of the present moment do we allow Christ to work in us. In that moment, we surrender our craving to God. We cry out to him like a helpless child that we can't do it alone. We cry out like the Father in today's Gospel, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. We take our struggle and we lay it down at his feet. We make our problems his problems and invite him to share in the struggles that we're having. 
We invite Christ into our personal situation. We invite him into our cravings, and we ask him to make us whole. Our task is really to slow down, to slow down and breathe in the midst of our struggles and relax into the hands of God. Relax into the hands of God. We've, are, we've done the hard part. We've picked up the cross. Some of us might even feel like we're starting to get in the fasting zone where we don't have that craving for meat, but it's been, there's been something that's taking its place. We've done the hard part. We've created the room for God. We've created the space for him. And now we allow ourselves to relax into the hands of God, to fall into the all-encompassing embrace of God so that he can envelop us in his love. We take a step back. We take a deep breath. We bring God into our situation and open our hearts to him, allowing him to enter and fill us. This is the process we are working towards during Lent. This is the process that leads to unity with God and oneness with him. It is then that we start feeling content with a little. We start living in the moment. We start feeling more one with nature. We start feeling more in tune with ourselves. We start to truly feel human. We start feeling the joy of Pascha. We start feeling one with God. For unity with God is the fruit of prayer and fasting. This is the fruit we were created to partake of. This is the fruit that nourishes us for eternity. This is the fruit that leads to life. Life that not even death can take away from us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.